you know? Mm-hmm. He kind of sounded uh, like annoyed Kong. I wouldn't say cranky Kong. <laughs> Mildly annoyed Kong. <laughs> like he, you know, he sounded like a like a New Yorker that's a little bit bothered by something, <laughs> but not like an old grumpy monkey, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm Zach. And I'm Michael. And welcome back to E10+. Plus. The Mario Brothers are back at it again. Not oh us. Boy. We're not the... Like, we we're back. We're doing Brothers. another episode now. Uh, we're not the... Like, the Mario Brothers are back in that they, they just had the a movie come out. Talking in a... And the... Just so we are here. Oh no 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 no! We're not. Uh, yeah, the Super Mario Bros. movie. I don't know how they want us to Super Mario Brothers movie. It's Bros. You know, dot is dot is is uh, how it's written. Super Mario Brothers movie just came out a bit ago. Uh, we've been waiting for a long time. Yeah, this was announced. Uh, back in September of 2021, that's nearly like a full two years ago that it was first announced. And what's crazy is we got that first announcement, and then it was kind of like radio silence for a while. And we got the cast, and everybody was like, what the heck? <laughs> um, and then it was more radio silence. Then we started getting all the trailers and stuff, and everybody was like, okay, wait. This kind of looks a little bit fun, though. <laughs> and uh, it came out. Well, apparently, people were right in that in that it was going to be fun. It just recently crossed the uh, $500 million mark for, for box office. At the very least, people were excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Globally, it just passed uh, $700 million, which uh, actually, a bit ago, it actually already crossed after like one and a half two weeks of being out it had already crossed the uh record for being the biggest box office success for a video game adaptation Uh, to be expected you know it's it's mario like it's the most recognizable video game character of all time but you know it, it would not have happened if the movie was entirely garbage even even with Mario. Yeah. I mean, the last Mario movie didn't cross $500, $700 million globally, you know? So... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, this was a, a collaboration. I mean, it was, it was Universal and Illumination working with Nintendo to put this together. Nintendo kind of had their own uh, little, like, logo and mm-hmm. intro to start the film, which was... Kind of fun to see. It was cute. But then that kind of suggests that maybe they're interested in doing more movies. Mm. With how well this one has turned out, I, I can doubt it, I yeah. can totally imagine them doing it. I don't know what we've got coming next, if it's going to be a sequel to the Mario Bros. movie, if it's going to be a Legend of Zelda movie. That could be fun. Who knows? I don't know what we're going to get. But... The door has now been opened. Starting this out, I mean, the the big thing on, on our first kind of taste of what the film would be back a year ago, 
uh, was the cast yes. that had dropped. And, and it was a big hubbub because of several reasons. You know, some of them were us being like, okay, that makes sense. Some of them being like, oh my gosh, that is genius. Jack Black is Bowser. Nobody ever denied that that would be a fantastic thing. That uh-huh. was going to be great from yeah. the start, you know. And he delivered. Oh, he was so fun to I, watch. Easily the standout performer for me. I wanted more Bowser. Yeah, honestly, just more of him. Going into it, too, I was like, Jack Black already has a pretty, like, rocker, cool voice. So I was like, I, I don't know, like, how much of it will be. But he actually put some, like, real voice acting yeah, chops into yeah. there. And he was, like, doing this thing with his voice the whole time to make it more Bowsery. Um, and it was really cool, and it worked really well. And it wasn't so much that it was like, oh, this is annoying. Uh, really quick, some of the other leads, Princess Peach, uh, Anna Taylor-Joy. I thought she did great, no complaints. It felt like Princess Peach to me. I have complaints about the writing, but she, right. she did great with the character. Right, the voice acting. Charlie Day as Luigi. Luigi. It was great. It, it did work really well to have him as Luigi. That's another thing. Uh, that we'll you know we'll get more into in plot discussion, but he he did a great job mm-hmm. as Luigi, Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong. <laughs> he was such a, it's it's great hearing Seth Rogen's laugh because <laughs> as as Donkey yeah. Kong that was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, Seth Rogen has a very recognizable voice in in a similar way to Jack Black, but he Seth Rogen didn't really do any. <laughs> no, yeah, it, was, it was just Seth Rogen. Right, it wasn't necessary. I didn't feel like he needed to alter his voice at all. I feel like it fit the character mm-hmm. well. In a way, I don't think I was that that one was as big a shock to me that it that it would work. You know, back when that was announced, that was another one that I was like, yeah, that works fine. He he did do a great job with it, and he. His, his voice acting in part, but the, the character himself, it, it allowed him to have some pretty funny moments that uh, were, were some, some standout points in the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, t- I had totally forgotten that, that Keegan-Michael Key was Toad until <laughs> the credits rolled in the film. And you saw that. <laughs> and I saw the name, and I was like, right, I, I totally forgot that, that he was Toad. <laughs> Because I think they for sure put some, because that was not just straight up his voice. They definitely did some some editing, some filtering there. Um, like some of it was voice acting. There was definitely some some voice modification going on, which makes sense for Toad, for the character. Mario! <laughs> it wasn't that irritating. It wasn't like Right, that. no. The it, wha- yeah, he know. wasn't the voice that you hear singing songs on YouTube. It's not that Toad. <laughs> No. <laughs> I mean, he did well enough that I, I didn't know it was him. So, I, you know, if that says something. I feel like uh, it was also not, like, too standout, you know? It, yeah. it felt like it fit in the film, but it, it was just fine. Like, that was all. Um, Cranky Kong is in this movie, um, played by Fred Armisen. He did well. It's just another he one where it's just Fred Armisen. Right. He didn't really sound like an old, old monkey <laughs> to me, you know? Mm-hmm. He kind of sounded uh, like annoyed Kong. I wouldn't say cranky Kong. 
mildly annoyed Kong. <laughs> like he, you know, he sounded like a like a New Yorker that's a little bit bothered by something, <laughs> but not like an old grumpy monkey. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it just wasn't that like aggressively cranky, which I mean, I guess fine, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. You know, you know what I'm saying? Do you agree with me? Well, the thing is, I, he was just himself, which is the same for, like, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Right. And so... But in that case, I feel like it worked. Like, if they wanted somebody to just, like, be themselves, then they could have hired, like, a cranky old actor to... Well, like, Cranky Kong is the character's <laughs> name. They're not going to change it just because they're not going to write him as being cranky the whole time. No, no. The the actor. Like, hire an old man actor. Oh, to... to yeah. Yeah. You know? But old man actor is not as famous as Fred Armisen. There's some old people. I was going to say Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, but there, <laughs> yeah. there are some talks of, of people wanting him to come back to play Waluigi in the in a sequel. If oh, we for get a real? Sequel. Yeah, people are asking for that. People are asking for uh, uh, Danny DeVito to play uh, Waluigi. I saw something that or, said or that Wario. Wanted, no, some I saw something that said someone wanted uh, Pedro Pascal to play Wario. Jack Black. Yeah, Jack Black that. wants Pedro Pascal. Uh-huh. To play <laughs> Which is funny, but I could also see Danny DeVito doing a very good Wario. There, uh, they were also saying, um, what's his face? Uh, Willem Dafoe as uh, Waluigi. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. So, yeah, Danny DeVito and Willem Dafoe as Wario and Waluigi. That's something that people are asking for for the sequel, which, uh, judging by how the casting went on this one, they don't care about what the audience is asking for, and they're just going to give us whatever they feel like. So, <laughs> you know, sometimes that's for the better. Like, I don't, nobody was asking for Jack Black to play Bowser before he was announced as playing him. Mm. But we got it and we loved it yeah so in in terms of the the big characters uh that's it we did get you a, don't a talk about mr christopher mr christopher christopher Pratilus. well he did in fact play mario in this movie oh mm. <laughs> mm, no let's not talk about that. um moving on uh we actually did get a an Easter egg voice acting performance from Charles Martinet, mm-hmm. yeah, which was really cool. Yeah, that was. You really know, I heard it in there, and he he did his little woohoo like yeah, right the, at the, the start iconic. when he was like congratulating Mario and mm-hmm. Luigi at the start, and I was like, uh huh, and so th- that was really cool. And he had some other other parts too where he got you know a little bit of voice acting, so that was really fun to see. Mm. Mm, Chris Pratt, okay. Here's the deal. When it was first announced, everybody was really mad. Understandably so. It seemed like a stupid choice. It seemed like an awful choice. Just because it didn't make any sense. It seemed like it was just like, oh, let's take a big Hollywood famous person, famous person and, and shove them in there. And that is what was done. Starting off the movie, at the very start of the movie, we get a little kind of joke bit yeah, where, the voice. where Chris Pratt and um, and Charlie Day are doing the the classic iconic accents of, of the Mario yeah. characters. 
Um, this is right at the beginning, just for a bit. We just get a little taste of it. And honestly, right there, Chris Pratt did pretty well. Yeah, I was like, impressed. I, I, was impressed I was impressed by the way. I was like, oh, this sounds like this is fun. This sounds like Mario. And following it, when they go back to their kind of kind of New Yorky Brooklyn accents, and and coming off of that, hearing it, you know, there there's a bit of. This is yeah. It doesn't sit Chris right. Chris Pratt. This is just Chris Pratt, but it didn't ruin the film in the yeah, in the way no. that I was worried. I I uh, in the way I was worried it would. I get that's the trouble with taking on a character like Mario, where the voice is so iconic, right? That obviously the writers said, "Well, we're not going to do the voice in the movie." Uh huh. So they have their little nod to it at the beginning, and then right. for the rest of the movie, like. It's a little off-putting at the start, but honestly, yeah, it's not like, bad. And the the character himself, like just the delivery of the lines and how he does it, it's a it's good character. fitting for yeah, the the character, the voice, like the yeah. And and Nintendo did kind of come out defending this casting decision. They were like, okay, a lot of you are saying it doesn't make sense. For us, it makes perfect sense. Chris Pratt has been playing this everyman, blue-collar worker who you know, works hard day to day. Like, that's his character that he plays in Hollywood, and that's what Mario is meant to be in this movie. And I'm like, okay, I see your logic, kind of. Yeah, so going into it, I was worried. Five, ten minutes in, I really just stopped caring. Like, it didn't bug me at all, and I was able to enjoy the movie. And so it, it wasn't the problem that I was worried it would be. So, Chris Pratt, you know what? I'm only a little bit sorry for getting mad at you for being cast in Mario. <laughs> I'm only a little bit sorry. But I am sorry. Only a little bit. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, basic plot. Again, this is kind of the spoiler-free section of our review. Very basic plot. Mario and Luigi get sucked into the Mushroom, Mushroom Kingdom. Kingdom. Luigi is captured by Bowser. Mario has to save him and the Mushroom Kingdom from Bowser. It works well as a plot for a Mario movie. It's, you know, it's basically the plot of every game is somebody, typically Peach, is captured and you have to go stop Bowser. Mm-hmm. So it, it made sense for a plot. And I didn't need anything more. I, I felt like it was yeah, really no. solid for, for everything that the movie needed to do. I, I thought that it made sense. We do get uh, a lot more of um, of Anna Taylor Joy's uh, Princess Peach in in this plot because um, she's not the one who's captured. Yeah. Um, it's Luigi, and so it's a lot of this is Mario and Peach and Toad, um, them going through and and trying to uh, save the day. Stop Bowser. Right. And so this this kind of gets into uh, what I was talking about earlier with, with Charlie Day's Luigi. Great character. Great uh, voice acting. Kind of totally sidelined. Rest in peace. For, like, basically the whole movie. Which is, you know, upsetting when he was such a good character. And the way he played off of Mario, too, was really yeah. fun. Like, at the, at the start of the movie... Um, all the interactions that they had together was great. And so that that was a little frustrating. Pacing-wise, too. It's peculiar. It was it was pretty jumpy. Like, I'll... I'll Jumpman Mario I'll jumpy. Be, 
I'll, I'll break down a little bit more of my thoughts on the pacing when we do our more just like review of the movie talking about specific moments in our like spoiler section. Mm-hmm. But overall, the pacing is really peculiar. That's not to say that it's confusing. Like you it's still you can still follow the plot. Right. It's just the way that things get happen and break down. Yeah. It it gets a little jumbled. Mm-hmm. There are some things that happen way too fast and some things that you spend way too much time on. Right. Or or things that you just jump through. Yeah. Like it's like this is going to happen. And then you just jump forward and it's already happening. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? Uh-huh. I thought we were going to want we something We weren't going to see happen. anything about that. Yeah. Which a lot of that, for me, can be forgiven because it's it's a movie that was made for kids. Target for, audience. You know. Chillins. Yeah. Chillins. <laughs> uh, yeah. The target audience was younger. The fact that we were able to get an hour and a half movie made for yeah, children today made me pretty happy to be honest i feel like i was so excited walking in knowing it was only gonna be an right hour and a me half. too <laughs> i feel like every time we we get a kids movie today they take a, a premise that's only meant to be an hour or an hour and a half max and they stretch it to like two hours two hours 15 minutes and i'm like we didn't need this yeah. extra 40 yeah. minutes of runtime. you could have done this in way less and so I was not upset about the length of the movie, and I, and I was comfortable with the things that they decided to to jump past. I was never overly frustrated by that. Like as as a review and, and final thoughts of of the movie for this portion of the review, I thought it was it was really well done. I thought it was a ton of fun, and it's it's one that I'd be willing to watch again. If you're like wondering if if it's one that you can take your kids to and if if you'll have a good time as well as them if you have played mario ever in (laughs) your life ever then yeah you're gonna have a blast yeah if not no i don't think you'll (laughs) like it very much so much of what's the movie good about it uh, is is that it's mario and it it does exist as a something that i was thinking is it felt a lot more like fan service than it did like a cash grab Mm. so while it is stuffed to the brim of references and like you you have like little things of people playing video games in the background and you're like yeah i know what that Mm. game is um and and like random things that you see in the world of of the mushroom kingdom when they go through you have all these little references and stuff and uh then the plot too is basically just a mario game all the lead characters are you know mario even some of the smaller ones are are small characters from the mario franchise it's just the whole thing is dependent on your relationship and, and opinion of the Mario franchise. So if you've never played any of those games, if you're not a fan, your kids will probably like it, but I don't think you're going to enjoy <laughs> it very much because um, it's probably like... It, it would probably be be uh, like B or C tier if it was just that plot alone without any of the ties to Mario. Like, if they just created a movie and this was the plot... Some random universe. Right. Then I, f- I don't think I would have liked it. <laughs> With <laughs> everything it that Mario. it was, not to take away from what it was, because I really enjoyed it, to be honest. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I I thought that it was great if if you're at all a, a uh, fan or a casual enjoyer of the Mario franchise, yeah. you're going to have a blast watching this movie. The thing is, it's a really easy watch. Like like we said, it's short run time. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of fun references, cute jokes. The animation style by Illumination, uh, it's really a fitting. really good looking for, movie. For the, yeah. for the Mario franchise, perfect uh, animation studio to, 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 to animate her. this. Yeah. Um, because I don't really like Illumination that much. <laughs> but uh, for this... For these like characters, for these like bubbly, yeah. very soft looking characters, it, really well. it was a perfect animation style for it. It it felt like one of their newer games. Like you're you're not coming to this movie for depth, right? Or uh, character arcs. No. Uh, right. Like it's it's the kind of thing where like if someone had it on in your house and you're just walking around doing whatever, you might stop by and watch for a little bit and be like, mm-hmm. uh huh, and then walk away and. So yeah, that that's our our spoiler free review of the Super Mario Bros. movie. We're gonna kind of move into spoiler discussion. Spoiler, just discussion. talking about everything that that we thought about it, every every little thing that happened that that we enjoyed, that we didn't like. To start off this portion of the review, peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> the thing is, I was not expecting the Bowser love arc. <laughs> they like Bowser just being infatuated with. With Princess, Princess Peach. Peach. I was right. not expecting that. It's a plot that you don't really see that often today because we've kind of done away with it in that it's like kind of founded on kind of like iffy principles, yeah, you know? Little, like we're little. like, oh, the plot of this is that a man wants to kidnap a woman because he's in love with her. Uh, but it's Mario. It's, yeah, you know, it's that's like... always been the plot. And it's, I don't know that it's ever been so distinctly about Bowser's yeah, love of Princess so Peach, like you know, him capturing her. her. And so it. that was such a, a a fun way to to do that part of the plot in this movie, just making him just a total. It's funny because I was seeing people comment on this online. All of us growing up with Bowser being this evil, big King Koopa breathing fire, being, the, you know, that's the Bowser that we all grew up with, being a villain in Mario. And this new generation of, of kids is going to grow up with Bowser, Bowser being a heartthrob, <laughs> being a, you know, just a, a love-stricken turtle, yeah. <laughs> which is, is fine. You know, I'm totally okay with that, with a new generation growing up on that version of Bowser. <laughs> um, and he gave us probably the greatest song of the year, Better get nominated for the Oscar. Oh Better win the Oscar for best original song in a movie. I'm rooting for it. <laughs> it's gonna win. I'm it's confident. It's too short. I'm confident. the The full version is like a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah. Back on on what I was saying about uh, Charlie Day's Luigi. He he gets captured pretty early in the movie, mm-hmm. and then he's just like absent for the rest of the sometimes you like cut into where he's being held in prison and you get like him talking with some of the other characters in there some of them are pretty funny i know mm-hmm. you might talk about that a little yeah. bit and then basically the whole movie is him stuck in this prison and then he gets out at like the very end mario saves him there's like maybe five minutes left in the movie he's out and then he's gone again um right <laughs> they don't and do anything he, with him again. he vanishes until you have like the final fight between Mario and uh, Bowser, and Luigi's kind of been this really 
shy, cowardly Canadian. guy the whole movie, and it's like, oh, he's so shy, Mario has to do everything for him. And then he has this moment at the very end where he keeps Bowser from killing Mario, and he's like, I'm confident now. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Where did that Why? come from? Why are you confident? What happened? And then he's got all the same skills that Mario's been building throughout the whole rest mm. of the movie. I'm just like... You didn't have to sideline him if you wanted to give him an arc. Yeah, no kidding. Because right now he doesn't have an arc. Like, he just you... has a start and then nothing in the, and then an end. Well, you had mentioned, and then like this is a thought that I had throughout the movie, is we keep cutting him in prison just like, oh yeah, he's here. And yeah. I keep waiting for Luigi to find a way to escape by himself. Right, exactly. And it never happens. I was yeah. like, oh, I, I was waiting for him to... Uh-huh. Come into himself. But. And so they, they really wanted to give Luigi this arc, and they, they didn't give they him didn't anything to do him. that with. And so they had him ending more confident and, and secure in himself, and it just was not earned at all. Regarding the pacing as well, we, we open the movie. We have that scene where Bowser attacks the penguins yeah. from the trailers. And then we cut to, like, ten minutes of Mario and Luigi doing things in the normal people world. Mm-hmm. And then they fast travel to the Mushroom Kingdom, and then everything happens really fast. And so, but it's just like, and then there, there's another, so like right after Mario gets introduced to Princess Peach, so there's a scene where there, the Toads are like, Bowser is coming, and Princess Peach is like, I'll leave immediately to solve things. And Mario shows up, and she's like, okay, let's give you a training montage to see if you can come with me. Yeah. And then they spend, like, an entire day on this training like montage. Like, overnight, and then the yeah. rest of the day, and then it seems like another night. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, when when she finally decides that he's worthy enough to come with her, they start to leave. And then Toad shows up, and he's like, I'm coming too! Wahoo! Wahoo! <laughs> and Princess Peach is like, fantastic, you're coming. And it's like, it's like, I beg your pardon? Yeah, poor Mario. Why did we have the time for <laughs> Mario to go through a training montage? And then Toad shows up, and she's like, yeah, let's just go. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there, there are just moments like that throughout the rest of the movie. Like, there's another moment. So, again, this is the heavy spoiler discussion, just because right. I want to talk about this stuff. But they're going to the Monkey Kingdom to get all the monkey army, monkey. monkey army to come help them. So they have the time for Mario to fight uh, Donkey Kong. He wins, and they're like, okay, you have our army. They have their little Mario Kart reference section, which is super fun. Yeah, really fun. That, that was a blast. It was and really this whole time, they've been talking about how, with the forces of the Monkey Kingdom, monkey. they can stand up to Bowser. Yeah. We get them in their go-karts, and they go. Bowser finds out somehow that they're doing this. There are a couple moments where Bowser just finds out because an informant, air quotes, tells him about this, Uh, which is kind of, like, iffy to me because we're never shown any informant or anything. But um, anyways, so they find out that they're driving on the Rainbow Road, and they send out an ambush to them. Yeah. They're driving, and they have this cool fight on the road. The, The bridge explodes. And then a bunch of Bowser's troops come fly in and just easily grab all the monkeys in these armed <laughs> vehicles and fly them into prison. Yep. And so just the idea that this whole time we're talking about how useful these guys are going to be and how it sounds like they're going to be the, the linchpin and defeating Bowser. The monkeys. And then they just kind of sit there as they get taken away. They're like, no. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's just, away. It just kind of ruins the idea that they were supposed to be a right. helpful force in the that first place. That is something place. that I kind of wanted to comment on too. They they decided to, to take this Rainbow Road as, like, a secret way to go because they hear about where Bowser's army is going to be, and they're like, wait, but if we show up here, we can ambush them yeah, we'll be secretly. Fast. They'll never know. 
and they're like, okay, cool. And they go on that road, and then Bowser immediately, immediately knows. Out, and, and he it's like, goes to where they are. Right. Like, his entire moving uh-huh. castle shows And so up. it's like, was, wait, how was this ambush going to work? What, what yeah. was the plan here? Because they found out, like, immediately. And Bowser uh, is they, behind <laughs> you. <laughs> uh-huh. So I, yeah, it was, uh, that was a bit of a jump. Yeah. We got some pretty funny moments with, uh, with Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong and Chris Pratt's Mario there, just talking with each other. There were only a few moments. Like, it's not the funniest movie in the world. The writing is not top tier. Mm-hmm. There were a few moments that made me laugh out loud. Uh, the first is the star in the prison who's just talking about how he craves the sweet release of death and everyone yeah. booing him because <laughs> he's being so depressed. No! I love that so much. Uh-huh. That was so funny to me. But then there's also the moment where it's Mario and Donkey Kong talking to each other. And... They, they have this bonding moment where they're like, oh, both our dads think we're failures. And Mario's like, well, my dad thinks I'm a failure, too. And Donkey Kong's like, yeah, well, your dad is right. Uh, <laughs> that, that was great. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, that, yeah, there are a few moments that did get me pretty good. And the rest of it that didn't, like, have me dying laughing, I was still pretty enamored by just... You know, the way the the Mushroom Kingdom and the way the world yeah, Mario just the references, looked. Just like the Bowser's Castle, on film. Castle. Right. Uh, like in, in the orchestration throughout the film, just a lot of plays oh, on Oh, that original. was a huge thing yeah. um, that really added to the film, adding on to the, uh, you know, original music from the, the Mario video game franchise, um, building on that score that was already there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it worked Flawlessly, yeah. I, I thought every time they did it, it worked really well. the The only time that I would have done anything different with the score was at the very end. Mario and Luigi to defeat Bowser, they get the uh, superstar. Right, they get the 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 superstar, and when it's first You're revealed that superstar. they have it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it's first revealed that they have it, it it does like this epic. You know, really cool music based on that score, and it's like shoo, dramatic. They're yeah. like glowing rainbow, the and the way that it fades away from the uh, like they've got like smoke around them that fades away, and it shows that they've got the the invincibility. I think it would have been a bit more of a home run if they just used the original yeah, they music. Ju- they didn't change it like, at all because it was kind of this epic. Like, and it was like this, you know, dramatized version of it. Um, when if if the fog had just cleared and you just see them two in the rainbow and it's... It would have been like incredible. And then having them fight the Koopa army to that music, I feel like that would have... Just staying a little bit closer to what that originally was, I feel... Would have been, but the rest of them for me, all of the ways that they worked it into yeah, the like, existing score uh, worked really one well. Bowser on the piano, yeah, that was really really fun. Uh huh. Yeah, so I like score animation was great. It was funny because uh, the in the in the trailers before the movie, the one uh, Disney Pixar Elemental came up, yeah. and I was looking at that, and I'm like. I don't really like the way this animation no, looks. No, yeah. And then we start on the Illumination movie, and the way that the the Bowser's like anchors yeah. drop into the ice and it like cracks and it like looks you so see that. I'm like, this looks phenomenal, this and looks this great. is Illumination. 
Why does this look like better than Pixar? 50 times better than the Disney Pixar trailer I just watched? So, yeah, animation was great. The score was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned with writing, though, uh, specifically with Princess Peach is where I noticed it the most. Yeah. But, like, Princess Peach was just there for exposition. Basically. <laughs> she She had a couple of, like, command phrases, like, let's right. do this thing. A, a couple of moments when she was there to inspire Mario yeah. to do things. And, like, there, there are a couple moments, though, where she'll say something and characters will be like, yeah, well, we all knew that, so why would you say that? And it's like, <laughs> what, what on earth? Uh-huh. And just, like, some the writing is not... Like the laziest exposition yeah. you can get. And not to mention, like, they, they give her a backstory for five seconds and then they completely forget right. it for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Princess Peach came here as a baby. That's why she's the only human and that's it. Mm-hmm. And there, maybe that's an, something we'll expand on in maybe, future movies. Maybe. But I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But there's there's also like with them starting for ten minutes in the human world, first of all, it didn't have to be that long. Yeah. Could have like, lost. We can like, understand their motivations, two, we can understand their connection that. as brothers. We could have done that a lot faster. Mm. Like we didn't have to have Secret Life of Pets. They didn't have to show off the dog that they took yeah. from another movie. Like they had this whole arc where they fight a dog. Which is I, I didn't need that either. Honestly, characters like that are typically annoying to me. Yeah, where it's I a was character that's thrown in there just to be, yeah, a, a nuisance to the lead characters, and it's like they don't really matter at all. You yeah. know, and then like so, so we establish uh, they're standing in the normal people world, and then at the very end of the movie, there's an explosion that goes off that teleports them and the Mushroom Kingdom stuff back to the normal people world. Mm-hmm. It's just so that they can get, like, their hero moment and everyone can see that they're not failures. And then at the end of the movie, they they decide to live in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. And so I think it would have been a lot better if the fight just stayed in the Mushroom Kingdom and they had this decision as brothers that they felt like they contributed more and that their lives would be better off if they stayed like there. there instead, instead of going back. Instead of being going back shunted again. back into the normal world and then letting everyone praise them and call them heroes. Right. And then going back anyways. Mm-hmm. I have no real segue for this, but we did have another pretty fun uh, reference. Just you talking about the flashback of Princess Peach as a baby. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the baby Mario and Luigi. Baby Mario and Luigi. That was so was funny like, to see that. And they were he, animated. He just in the, turns and looks and he's got a little, like, slip line eyes. eyes. Like, oh. uh-huh. that, was, that made me <laughs> that was so happy. So I was like, no way. I'm like, they could have just been like, yeah, we're going to animate these to look like Lucas. But no, no they no, totally they went for the, the original. Uh huh. That made me so happy. Love that. So that was great. Double thumbs up for that. That made me so happy. Yeah, uh, again, like I was saying to start, I feel like if you're at all a fan of of Mario, not to say that, again, because I was saying before, if you're not a fan of Mario, I don't think you'll like the movie. And I don't mean that at all as a hit against the movie, because that's not who the movie was made for. It wasn't made for people who don't know Mario. That wouldn't make any sense. They made it for people who, who appreciate the Mario franchise and you can very clearly see that, and that's why it doesn't work so well for people who mm-hmm. don't know the franchise. That's, that's why you look at, like, the critic scores versus the audience scores. Exactly. That's that's kind of something that I want to leave off on, because the, the critic score for this Super Mario Bros. movie, at least on Rotten Tomatoes, it's it's got a, a splatted Rotten Tomato at 58%, uh, but the audience score is a 96%. That's nearly yeah, a 40-point difference. difference. 
and that, that I think that shows more than anything else who the movie was made for. Because as a again as a standalone movie, if this didn't have any relation to the Mario franchise, I don't think it would have been that great. Mm. But I think they also would have rewritten it if it was not des- like made Designed for the Mario the, franchise. Yeah. But it was made for the Mario franchise, and because they knew that that was their audience, I feel like everything that they did to to complement that worked really well. You know, I don't know that I would give it a ninety six. I'd probably give it like. In in eighty eighty five mm. maybe eighty five eighty six. I was thinking like um, a flat seventy maybe a sixty eight. Uh huh. I I thought that uh, I I said this before after we'd watched the movie. I thought that this is the best movie that has come out of Illumination since the original Despicable mm. Me film. I don't typically like their movies very much. I I feel like they play a lot on things that are you know, quote-unquote, meant to get children interested and, and make them buy stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't think that much thought goes into their movies often. <laughs> I'm just going to end this ragging on Illumination. <laughs> but uh, but with the Mario movie, I feel like it was made with with more intention than that. Um, and it felt like it was made by people who actually like the franchise mm-hmm. and who care about it and who wanted to make a good, fun movie. And and to me, they succeeded. And yep. I would be interested in, in seeing more if we had the return of a lot of these voice actors. I'll, I'll just close reiterating what I said earlier. It's not a masterpiece by any means. Mm-hmm. The writing is not the best. Pacing is a little confusing. But it's a fun movie, and it's an easy watch. Right. And so it's not going to kill you if you're a Mario fan to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. If If you're looking for a movie that you can let your kids put on in the house that like you won't be annoyed after like the fifth time they've watched it <laughs> i feel like this this movie would kind of stand that test because it's enjoyable enough that there are new things that you could pick up with an additional watch for an adult in addition mm. to to for a kid the super mario bros movie the um, super mario brothers super show <sighs> That's it was kind of fun for them to play on that. Yeah, with the, they did that with, with the, the music the at the advertisement start. Yeah. at the beginning. That, that made me like, happy. I cannot believe this. I know the reference, reference to the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I was like, what the? But it made me happy. I yeah. was like, I'm I'm very yeah. okay with this. I think that they did a really solid job, and I I think that it's one that I'd be willing to watch again. Peach is for sure gonna win the Oscar for best original song. 